Folks, to episode 106 of the Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's going on, man? Oh, man. Howdy, Arturo. We have so much in this episode, like, in, in terms of coming attractions, so we we are just going to power that, through That's them. good, because, like, I just still feel like the show has a stink of Morbius all over it, so we have to kind of brush <laughs> it off, so. I know. Uh, well... We got some good stuff already, right? To like hopefully get rid of all the stink. Uh, yeah, we got Crimes of the Future. It's got this teaser with like Vigo Mortensen in it, Kristen Stewart, Lea Sedow. Like, I it, I don't know what's going on it's, in it, right? Like, that's good was, though. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, in a proper Cronenberg teaser, you should have no fucking clue what's going on. And this right. looks exactly like old school fucking Cronenberg, man. Like fucking scanners, Videodrome. Which was the other one I can't pronounce? Oh, uh, Existence? Yes, not like Existence. The, the right? the, the like, yeah, yeah, because Existence is also, there's also that boner pill, Extends. Extends, right? Yeah. Um, and Existence, that's with, uh, is that Jude Law, right? Or is that? I want to say it is, but it's been such a long time since I've seen it. All I remember is the flesh gun. The fucking the the like the the flesh gun with the like teeth bullet things. Or, yeah, like uh, I'm telling you, like which he got. He had a flesh gun as well in Videodrome when yeah. James Woods put his fucking hand in his stomach and shit. But this is it's crazy because the last things I remember Cronenberg doing um, successfully off the top of my head are are non Cronenberg esque films. Right? We had right. A, a history of violence. Right and, yes, and Eastern yes. Promises um, with Viggo Mortensen, which both movies which by the are, way, they awesome. are very fucking good. <laughs> Those movies. are, but then like it's funny. I mentioned that because you forget what where Cronenberg started, right? And then you yeah, see this, you and you're f- like, "Fuck, that's right. Yeah, this guy is like, nuts, dude." We're we're getting a return to like the body horror stuff. Like, yeah, we're getting like, a lot of practical sci-fi. looking like. Yeah. effects um also uh, something to mention is uh in the teaser they actually they give off a list of his movies and they actually put crash on there and i'm when crash now is that the one that like won all those awards no that that's the year? one with matt dylan and sandra yeah, bullock yeah, right? and Dandy newton and all that stuff did cronenberg do that that doesn't seem no like that's not cronenberg no. <laughs> i think that's soderberg right um okay cronenberg did crash it was in the mid 90s to late 90s it's a movie about with james spader by the way um uh, who was awesome in it who was the other one? Oh, that chick from the piano Oh man, I don't even remember. Yeah, but you know like, who I'm uh, talking about. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- this whole movie was about car crashes and people getting off on them. Like, mm, and, okay. yeah, that, that's why I'm. Sh- I was fucking shocked they put that in the teaser. I'm like, crash. Yeah, like, well, you know what? It makes sense though, because Crimes of the Future. There looks like some Dude. weird sexual stuff happening, and, and, and like, and then. Yes, exactly. So there's a bunch of in the international trailer of that one. There's a bunch of 
crazy body horror and sexual shit going on. And then a lot of prosthetics brought me back to his older movies like Crash. There's a lot of good like um, Rosanna Arquette, for instance, has this, um, plays this character who was maimed in an accident and her whole leg was all fucked up, you know, and mm-hmm. like some of the prosthetic looked like the stuff I saw in the teaser. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy's going back to his roots. Um, it's exciting because I have no idea what to expect. Honestly, I think the end game is going to be some wild shit that we're, we're going to be like. I don't know if I love this, if I hate this, if I understand this, but it's cool that he's going back to the body horror stuff and I definitely will be there 100%. Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree. Like it it's Cronenberg. So even honestly, even bad Cronenberg is good Cronenberg. Like it's still like That's how good Cronenberg is as just like a visionary artist. That even like yeah. the what the fuck shit, like ex- um um, um like existence, existence, right? Like, yeah. It's a movie that came out in the mid nineties, and I'm still to this day, I know that movie because of yeah. just the wild visuals that were just fucking it, thrown at you. It dude. gets you it gets you one way or the other. Like uh, if you ask me what actually happened in that movie, I couldn't tell you, but I can tell you there's a flesh gun in it with teeth bullets. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so I, I think we're good there. Uh moving moving forward in terms of what we've gotten recently, um Marvel's just hitting the ground running. We've got a lot of Marvel stuff to talk about today. Um first we'll get through Moon Knight episode three. Uh please listen to the prior two episodes of the sh- of the morgue so you can hear our impressions of the first two spoilers for moon knight episode three if you haven't seen it by this point because a lot of stuff happens again yeah right? it's, like, it's a, legit a mini movie <laughs> like a legit a mini movie you actually mentioned that to me before i even watched it like oh my god it was just um a very full episode you know yeah like um so you know there might be like a third personality in him I, I, one that's like super violent. I can't wait to see. What I that's know the all internet about, said know? it was apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean multiverse, right? Oscar Isaac, who knows? But yeah, like uh, because at one point, like Mark and Steven were like, "Yo, I didn't do this," and then yeah, they're like, the, "The bloody knife," and it's like, "Okay, there's." There's a more violent one there then. Yeah. Because and- if you remember back in episode one, th- th- there were these moments that it was just super violent. So I'm curious if that was Mark or is that with somebody else? Ooh, that's a great point because, you know, um, and it- it's funny too, because you, know, you get, you get all the complaints about like, Oh, Disney plus Disney's going to uh, sand down all their shows to make them less mature or whatever. Cause the Netflix ones got all super bloody. But like we get this here, like you get you get enough blood, people are dying. People are dying. Yeah, (laughs) straight up killing. It's a comic book, you know, Um, they give you a comic book every week, which is pretty awesome from cover to cover. They I think that's why it works well, you know, because it understands the realms of its physics pretty much. You know what I mean? Like it knows what the fuck it can get away with, you know, like, because they're like, wait a minute. Like, you know, we're, we're hanging out in this universe where this crazy shit's about to happen in in multiverse of madness. I think we can kind of do some wild shit down here, but still kind of keep it grounded enough. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, I think Mark can kill people and I think it'll be fine, you know? And that's the thing too. It's like, you know, um, they're, they're, 
they're getting around that because you know clearly part of him's like oh, I don't want to kill, but then the other one's like, well, we have to do this. So it's kind of like it's still within the realm of like, oh, he's only doing it because he has to. Yeah, yeah but then again, like like to our earlier point, you know, we go back to um, a Winter Soldier and uh, and Falcon, right? right. Where right. legit it was like a, a terrorist plot. People were dying. Um, if you go back even further, Bucky himself was an assassin. So like. This stuff is okay. It's not it's not as I think because it's so comic booky, they're cool with it. Like Oh yeah. The Daredevil like, stuff, I, for yes. instance, and Luke Cage and Jess Jones stuff, for instance, which was like it wasn't violent, violent, but it got super intense. Like yeah. that stuff was more grounded yeah. in the in an actual like relatable reality, right? See, but this also shows us that we don't need rated R Marvel stuff. For all the people asking for rated R, I'm like aren't we getting tons of dudes getting killed? Like, aren't we getting like, we're getting a lot of like real concrete action with consequences. Yeah. 100%. And now that there's a third personality that's super violent, like I can't wait to see what that's all about. Right. Yeah. And speaking of personalities, Oscar Isaac himself, what a, like what a treasure dude. Like I, I think this is like his big acting showcase in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Like we, We've seen him like perform like, you know, we we know what kind of like you already know what kind of talent he has. Thanks to like all of his big, like all of his yep. Oscar winning work and shit like that. But it's like this is this is like, OK, you can take this comic book stuff to the next level. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I don't think anyone could else could do the multiple personality stuff like him. And he, know, he's doing he's doing them like just so seamless. It's ridiculous, there's, like especially with the one, accent and just it's wild. There's that there, that one scene where Mark passes over, like passes the body over to Steven, and you see like the face change slightly, and it's like, yeah. God, it's 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 no very one, but- good. It's again, Marvel just understands their properties, and they understand that they actually need people with talent to bring this shit to life. You know what I mean? That's, that's like, what it is, dude. Yeah, you just can't slap this shit on a CW show, you know, and expect it to work. You know? Yeah, like when he was he was possessed by Conchu and he would like move his body a little bit to speak. Yeah, like, like in that whole trial, right? Like Yes. And then Ethan Hawk, like just being like super intense Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk, know? man, he's such a fucking <laughs> heel, dude. Especially this character, his Harrow character. Oh, I just fucking can't wait till yeah. he gets his fucking comeuppance, dude. That's what that's the only thing that sucks. It's that this def like the more we see it, the more we see how Moon Knight operates. It's like no, this is a one and done for Ethan Hawke. You know what I mean? Like, which is cool. You know what though? Like, you know what? I'm cool with that. Not a lot of actors want that long term. You know, um, uh, they don't want that big old Marvel hug. They're like, nah. You know, I'm cool with a handshake. You know? (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, because he's got to they got to kill him off at the end of all this. Yeah. He, listen, I need him to die because he's a piece of shit. Like and, and and like he's such a good piece of shit, too. This is why this is this is another thing that, that Marvel does very well. Um, they fucking they get good talent to play their fucking villains, man. Like it's just they have gotten better for sure because they it's questionable in terms of Iron Man one and two. You know right, what I mean? Right. Um, Iron Man three as well, but at least they got talented people to you know to yeah, bomb. Where the it's shit. like <laughs> it's like on paper it used to make sense, right? Yeah. But now now it's actually making sense. Now you're like, oh okay. Yeah. You, exactly. You needed Ethan Hawke for this shit. Yeah. You needed 
you needed Oscar Isaac for this because it's like you. And then the whole trial thing was great. The whole moving the night sky. Dude, it's that scene was awesome. They had to have gotten someone else's attention, right? Like, I I feel like at the end of this, I'm hoping either at the end of this, we get like a tease of where he's going to go after this or like. Well, you can't, if you, you think can't about it, right? The night sky exactly, right? Exactly. That's your point. Yeah. What does moving the nice guy do me, right? Like, you're manipulating time, right? Yeah. Kang yeah. the Conqueror, right? The guy from Loki shows up again. Uh, what the fuck is going on here? And it was public because even the people saw it. It wasn't like just those in a certain realm saw it. Everyone saw it, which was awesome, too. I thought that was a great scene that, like, like holy shit. Like, they were just, listen, this is so important that. I'm going to, you know, I have to fuck this shit up for a little bit in order for us to find this tomb. And as we saw at the end, he gets trapped in stone, right? So now, like, Mark and Steven are left without the power of the suit. So I'm curious to see what happens because at least now they know where the tomb is, right? Yeah. So, you know, we're going to episode four. There's only fucking two more episodes left, right? Three more, four, five, and six. Yeah, I don't even know. Like that's the thing. I I have no idea what's going on. I love it. Layla's great. Uh, yeah, she is. I I don't know. I'm forgetting her real actress name. We'll get it for the next one. But, but good for her though, man. Yeah. Welcome to the machine, man. Yeah, He's- honestly, welcome because it's like you know you you have to you need a talent to like stick up to especially this Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, so kudos to her for like being able to keep up with it. You know, like it's a lot. It's it's a lot. Oh, dude. Like and before we we just wrap up this episode, just back to Ethan Hawke, like how the Mark and Steven character and his acting is so like just just wild, like broad and out there where you needed somebody like like uh, um, Ethan Hawke's character to be at this very like monotone, very calm kind of existence because everything right. else around him is so wild. He's so cool and collected. Um, and it just works so well um, opposite each other when strange, I'm sorry, not strange when Mark um, and I mean, it's, it's, it seems strange, like right? it, right? Like it's when starting Mark to get wild. And Steven yeah. are just doing their thing. Like Ethan Hawke is just in the center of it. And he's just so like, no wonder no one believes this fucking guy. Cause Ethan Hawke just has this presence about him of just being this very relaxed fucking evil guy and it just works so well with what's going on Yeah, it's like it's the thing of like that charismatic leader type shit yeah yeah it's like it's like he can get away with anything because he's got all the like the right words yeah he knows exactly what to say at what time so like that's the thing it's you're you're getting someone who's so calculated against the mark who who's all action and against the steven who's who's like no don't do all that you know yeah because it's um it's the whole uh what is it it's uh it's like the whole batman and joker thing right so Yes. yes because harrow is trying to prevent any crime any injustice while while the the Moon Knight character, right? And the god I a Conchu. There we go, Conchu. Yes. Well Conchu, he he acts as justice after the crime happens. So like yes. it's very it's a very kind of black and white dynamic, which makes things very easy to follow as well, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, it raises questions about Conchu too, because yes. you know, Clearly, Harrow has been met like he's been fucked up by by his work with Conchu. Yeah, like because that's the whole thing. You know, his little speech at the end to to the statue was like, you did this to me and I'm doing this because of you. Yeah, because what you did to me. So like and, you know, we already know Conchu's not really on the up and up 
You know, yeah, he's, he's already he's already threatening Mark with like taking Layla. You know, if he decides to give up the shit. And so then like, the trial also brings up a good point: how Mark isn't a hundred percent there, like mentally. Which yeah, I brought up in the last episode where like I want to know how Stephen happens because Mark Spectre is the person, right? Right? Stephen it, is yeah, the personality. It's, it's clearly like it's making it seem like Mark is the original, you know, in terms of where it all began, right? Like because uh, Stephen didn't exist because Mark was married, remember? So like, yeah, like when did true. the Stephen character actually start, and how long was he like even there in order to get a job and all this shit in an apartment? And so we have questions, and hopefully the next three episodes will answer that for us. So we have a a lot to go, but with very little time. So let's see how much they cram in these episodes. I'm excited about it. I mean, these these are going to start getting more dense somehow. Like, there's already so much going on, right? I'll take like, it. <laughs> I, I, hey, it, it's a better week-by-week experience than what we've had before. I'll state up, say that. You know what I mean? Because, like, some Loki weeks, we're like, ah, this is fine. Some Falcon and Soldier weeks, we're like, ah, this is okay. You know, Wanda yeah, Hawkeye. Like, Hawkeye was the only one that week to week, we were like, yo, it's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting better. Hawkeye was getting better, yeah. but Moon Knight, they, they figured it out right from the jump. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, we haven't even talked about like the knife fight and all that stuff. There's there's just a lot. There's a lot. A lot of good action. A lot of good action for sure. Speaking of a lot, uh, moving forward in the coming attractions, we have the first official teaser for Thor: Love and Thunder. I know a lot, and yet so little. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so. I mean, we get a look at his time with the Guardians, and that's probably like in the first like half of the movie, like maybe not if even. That, like, I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking the first ten minutes, minutes. Ten, yeah, ten fifteen it's minutes the of the movie, scene, right? Like, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It seems like a very Marvel thing to do as well. Like what, like. Again, like this teaser was exactly what you needed. Like this was a perfect teaser because we got no conflict in this teaser. We got just some sort of idea of what he's doing in his life, which is just kind of chilling. He's like he's yeah, retired, he's just, hanging he's, out. He's right? figuring himself out. Endgame, Endgame really messed him up. He so looks like, fucking great, by the way. You can even tell by his face that I think this is the best He's looked just body wise. I can't wait to see him in action. But yeah, uh, yeah, it makes sense because Hemsworth's also doing that Hulk Hogan movie at the same time. Oh so like, shit! No wonder, because he's so like, that's why he's got the twelve inch python, dude. He looks I mean? fucking huge. So that makes yeah. fucking sense. Oh yeah. brother, now that's gonna yeah, fucking so be good. It's, it's not only for his store look, but he he needs to do Hulk Hogan. Yeah, so that's great, man. So he's a 12 inch python. So yeah. So like, you know, like the last time we saw him, he had this huge beer gut. So obviously he, he's definitely working out. We saw him working out a little bit. We're, there's we're probably getting, some awesome montage a, in there, right? We're definitely getting a montage. Oh, I we're can't definitely wait. definitely getting, we're getting a montage with a great song in it. I, I can't wait to see what, like, cause it's all eighties. There's no way we're not getting an eighties oh, montage. Dude. Connection. Um, it'd be great if you get a final countdown kind of thing going on there. Um, <laughs> but like, like again, it's a teaser. We get, no image or any kind of uh like uh smell of a villain yet right at all right no word of christian bale which is great save that save that all right because right yeah i want to i want to see as little as possible because you gave us enough to chew on already just the fact that we haven't seen thor shit for a while up until now and we kept saying about it right we we kept saying we kept mentioning hey listen when are we gonna see thor it's almost coming out it's coming out in july right We, we finally get it and i'm not disappointed um i'm very excited about it the story looks like it's gonna be fun it looks visually great again 
I mean, God. Yeah. Just, it looks so good, man. It just looks good. And, and the color palette us, and everything. Like, speaking uh, of looking good, we got to talk about the end of it. Yes. Jane Foster's store, Natalie Portman as store shows up. And my only thing is that I hope she's not a variant. I hope she's not like a multiverse thing. And like in universe, this is his fucking Natalie Portman. You know what I mean? Like, now that you mentioned that, I'm crossing my fingers, and I hope I'm hoping you're right because I do wish she is like the permanent one. But again, like in this, I mentioned it earlier, right? In this space we're playing in, like Marvel yeah, can do whatever tell. the fuck they want, man. <laughs> and like, and you know, it's funny seeing a new Thor too because it's like it's it's part of the the Phase Four plan. You know, introducing yeah. new heroes yeah. to, to take over the mantle for yeah. them. And you said it off air too, where it's like Thor is the first one that we've gotten a fourth. Yep. The, the only original Avenger with a fourth solo movie. Um, yeah, and, and so, even then, yeah. and even then, like the only real Avenger who got three solo movies was Iron Man, right? Because, because yeah. again, I go back on, on my fucking, uh, on my high horse here, fucking Captain America deserved a third solo movie. He did not get that after Winter Soldier. He got Civil War, which was, Again, it was like an an Avengers two point five or something. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. But Thor officially gets his own solo movie here, um, a, a fourth one, especially after the awesomeness that was Ragnarok, and and Ragnarok changed things for Marvel. The Russos and Taika. Um, they definitely set Marvel on in this path that visually they were like, wait a minute, we can do our comic book costumes we can do our comic book looks our our, our comic book settings like the yeah. cosmic shit the colors we can do yeah, that and it'll work because even going back to the first guardians of the galaxy it was still kind of muted yes like yeah we got aliens and stuff like that but if you look at the costuming and if you look at like the way it was shot generally it's it's very toned down compared to like volume two mm-hmm. which is like oh let's 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 go bigger and better and I'm assuming volume three is going to go even bigger, you know, like, and that's, that's the thing. And so Thor love and thunder will be our first look at like their new take on the cosmic stuff, you know, post end game post, you know, post multiverse of madness. So like, yeah. this is this, good point. It's going to, it's going to be a very interesting movie to see how it turns out. And like, if we were in before, I mean, of course, because like, if anything, Thor, thinking about it, Thor's really the only one that deserves a fourth movie, you know, because like he earned it. He earned he's it. He still got story too. Yeah. You know, like because Iron Man 3 wrapped up Tony Stark's story. And then, of course, you know, we saw the ending and like years later. But yeah, like, I'm glad it ended never, that way for him and not like Iron Man 3 because Iron Man 3 was it's very lackluster. Yeah. But then also, like, it didn't really scream that it needed a fourth movie. You know Correct. what I mean? And, yeah. and the same thing with Marvel either. They they decided, you know, they didn't think, oh, we need an Iron Man. 4. And you know why? Because like, Tony wasn't everything anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got yeah, him in so, fucking in Homecoming. You got him sprinkled in pretty much fucking everything that that led up to you know endgame so yeah and and now we're getting a thor 4 because he's like i said like like we were saying already like there's there's already so much that i want to know more about thor you know like i want to know how he's been doing since fucking all that like 
going through so and clearly he's trying to figure himself out so like and then you got you got king valkyrie who's officially king valkyrie yeah. now yeah, which i know is dope, you know that's cool so it's like ah oh, i can't wait to see i can't I wait can't wait and right? again like, that was just a teaser i'm hoping um we get a full full length trailer um at the end of strange 2 um like we did at the end of uh no way home right you know man it, it sucks because like multiverse of madness if we get the two post credits like cool right that's the normal thing but like like you said i kind of be hoping for like a full trailer for thor 4 you know what i mean like i'm i'm hoping that's the new pattern like i'm hoping yeah. like you said like i'm hoping we just kind of get a trailer at the end of these movies instead of a post credits because like yeah because you mentioned as well like off air at one point that maybe uh, maybe Strange can give away shit in Thor. This is why maybe they yeah. waited this long. And this is why we haven't even seen that much um, of Thor at all. Because like I said, the teaser was just exactly what a teaser is. Like a lot of times now you get a teaser, you fucking see the whole movie. Right? But this was yeah. legit a teaser. And um, I'm hoping it leads to either like a Wakanda thing at the end of Strange 2 or a full length uh, Thor trailer. You know? Ooh, yeah, that's true. If we get a Wakanda Forever teaser, that'd be fucking dope. Or, Listen, or like, or it's, a, it's supposed to come out this year still, right? Yeah. In November so, still, according to yeah. what the slate still says. So, um, <laughs> which, like, moving closer, you know, through the year seems a little bit more unlikely that it might come out this year just because i haven't really seen anything i haven't heard of uh of uh shooting rapping because i know they stalled uh, because uh siri got uh injured um right in, yes in a scene i think she like like twisted her ankle or some shit like that um yeah. so they stopped filming for a while but i haven't heard that shooting has officially wrapped yet you know and i'm pretty sure post-production it's gonna take quite a bit um but again if that's the case just show us a little something at the end of strange but listen, man, I'm ready for a text. I'm, I'm strange ready. is a I'm couple ready. of weeks away too, so I I'm mean, ready. Well, speaking of strange, uh, we 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 got the we got the first full trailer for Stranger Things season four, volume one. Like you have to like <laughs> man. so so. Uh, so wait, so what we saw was only volume one stuff, right? It wasn't volume two. Shit, yes, right? this is volume one specifically. So. Off the bat, I'm going into this with the the wrong mindset. But honestly, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying my best, Arturo, to be like, oh, Stranger Things, you know? Because look, I gotta be honest, there's some cool shit in it, right? And I'm like, it's cool. I, I mean, the fucking final boss. That final boss looks pretty boss, man. But at the same time, in my head, I'm like, this is it, final boss. This is, this is part one of the second to last season. You know, so it's like we're getting part one. Uh, yeah, we're part one in May. We're getting part two in like July. In July, and then season five, whenever season fucking. Whenever five the fuck they that. feel like fucking filming it, and then I remember I brought up to you that hey, listen, the last time we saw Stranger Things was in in the summer of uh, of twenty nineteen. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's like been a fucking even, hot minute, dude. Even with pandemic stuff, like this is still like it's still been a long fucking time. You know what I mean? So it's it, this is it's gonna be rough. Like well, if they take like if they take another two year three year break in between the, well, the listen, last like, one, right? like but all right. So 
to the defense of the show. <laughs> I know, yeah, to the defense unfair. of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, come, come to its defense, please. Let's see how it turns out. Because honestly, me, I was good with the ending of season three, man. Like that I ending agree. with Hopper, if Hopper officially died and then moving and then that letter Hopper wrote fucking just tore me apart. Um, if it ended yeah. there. I would have been so satisfied. Um, Agree. Go check out our review. We, yeah. we reviewed season three way um, back in the archives. But it didn't end there. And we got a hint that it wasn't going to end there because they decided to do like, oh, look, this guy is in Russia somehow all of a sudden. And you're like, oh, why? You know, um, I love Stranger Things because of it, when it first came out, it was this Goonies-like show. Um, right. But, like, I understand texts because it's losing its its purity, its essence, its aura, its its reason why we loved it in the first place was because it was these kids working together with these kind of, you know, uh, young adult, like, you know, 18-year-old barelys just to kind of figure this shit out. But now that, like, you know, we're... We're definitely pushing now that it the now. 18 year, now that the 18-year-old Barleys are like 20. It's uh, funny because now the 18-year-old Barleys are the fucking Goonies the, we first saw, Goonies. right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Like, in the in the trailer, they show um, oh, the black kid. What's his name? I forgot what his name was in the show. But um, he's playing basketball, supposedly for Hawkins. Like, I'm assuming that's high school, right? Um, right. It, like, it's it's I mean, looking. It's, again, it's like, looking high school. Again, which yeah. is like... I get it, but they were in high school before, right? Like, we ended yeah. with them in high school already. Like, what, what, freshmen and shit, right? Yeah, maybe it's senior year type stuff. I don't know, then, but, like, it's, it's now tough it's, yeah. it's losing what made it fun, honestly, which was the cast. This is why everyone fell in love with the show, because the cast was these kids who were doing this and, awesome shit. And, dude, like, in the years since, like, this isn't Stranger Things' fault. Like explicitly, it's fault. It's not, but it's also something you do have to point out. No, one hundred percent. Since Stranger Things have come out, we've gotten so many things that have also been inspired by it and scratched that itch for us. You know what I mean? Like I've gotten to scratch that Goonies itch with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, yeah, that was well done. Um, surprisingly, uh, I forget, but I forget there was another one. Like there's there's been a lot of good kid adventures in recent years with the the spooky elements because of Stranger Things. Yeah, and so now that now that you get the OG back, you're like, uh, I've I've gotten this already. So it's like it's tough. It's I get it. I'm, I'm I get hoping, it. I'm hoping and to eat crow. You know what I mean? To your I'm point though, hoping, and yeah. to your point though, like because of what you said, like they have to sh- stand out somehow, right? Like they have to show yeah. out. Like how the fuck are you going to stand out amongst all this content? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we have maybe <laughs> we yeah. have all this content now. Think about it. When Stranger Things came out, fucking what was it? 20 16 2017 some shit like that yeah some shit like that it was the only game in town yes exactly you were a big fish in a little pond right um because because on netflix you didn't have these competing shows like maybe you had one that came by every once in a while but it wasn't to the level that you have now so it came at a point where we were like oh my god i can't wait to see it next year again like it, it was like um an HBO show like Game of Thrones. You couldn't wait to see it when it dropped and you couldn't wait right. to, you know, to see it when it, when it, uh, when it ended and I all mean, this other shit. I mean, dude, I was hyped for part three. Yeah. I think you can, you can go back in the archives and listen to us talk about part three. But then, we yeah, it's again, it's, um, they have to show out because 
you show me some cool shit, but I've seen a lot of cool shit lately. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, honestly, I think at the end of the day, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like there has to be more than the cool shit. They're making they're making moves in the right direction, though. Like, um, yeah, Sadie Sink from uh, who showed up in I she was uh, what's his name's uh, sister. You know, she started her Billy's sister, before. man. Yes, yes, Billy, I love you. You see, so it looks like the, the end of looks, Billy Two also made the end of a season three really good. Fuck, man. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Like that's that's a move in the right direction. Giving more to her. Yeah, after, agreed. And especially after Fear Street, we're like, wow, like she can really carry something she, if she wants to. She so, can go for sure. So like that's those are the right moves. I'm hoping the other whoever other new characters we get in this are good because that's the thing. It's as the older cast gets older. And it starts wearing off, like all the, you know, the not the novelty, but like the appeal, really. Yeah, it's like the 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 original appeal is wearing off. The new characters coming in, I'm hoping help bridge that gap, you know, because we still have a lot of Stranger Things to get through before it ends. And at this point, of course, we're watching it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Oh no, 100% watching it. I'm hoping that um, because. They're in different locations at, at one point. You remember how in three we had um Steve with um with Maya Hawk's character as well. Oh right. And, yeah. And they had a great uh like a great kind of sequence and act uh with um the other dude. Right. And Luke's sister. Luke was the guy's name. And Luke's sister, right? right? Um so I'm hoping that we get more of that stuff because honestly, like some characters is just so kind of such a a drain to follow that uh having That's that Steve act, you know was actually like in season three i was looking forward to those scenes because like the scenes with 11 and with uh what's his name again fucking finn right like yeah, like they were I'm just, just cringe like, uh, fucking scenes yeah. and i'm like yo i need something else right now so i am and, hoping and i'm that, already um, like yeah, I'm already rolling my eyes at the eleven stuff in the oh, trailer. Like yeah. I'm kind of over that. Yeah, you know? so I am hoping that um, you know they have cool on-screen chemistry and they're able to use that to kind of liven up the place a little bit, you know, because could be very um, who knows, honestly, who knows. I don't know what to expect. Like you said, that the whole thing with eleven again, like aren't you, like how are you in high school? Don't you have to go through like elementary school first and everything? But anyways, um. But yeah, folks, um, that's going to be popping up on Netflix in May. And we have a double feature for you guys today. And speaking of Netflix, our first one, unfortunately, our first uh, of our uh, double feature today is a Netflix vehicle by the name of Choose or Die. And I definitely yep. wanted to die watching this. <laughs> yeah, it's like if the options are, if the options are choose this It's like, can I just choose die, die again? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you already yeah. died. Can I just just choose it again, please. Um, <laughs> this movie sucked, um, so stay away from it just off the bat. Um, right. It's not really much to to talk about it in terms of depth. There's not really much there. The main go-to and the main attraction, honestly, in this movie was this game concept, right? Right. It's the death game itself. In terms of – so I, I guess like uh, just it's, – it's a video game that's also like affecting reality, you know, and – it, the whole thing is like, oh, it's forcing you to choose or die. Choose one or two options, and they're both like violent or whatever. But yeah, fear.com adjacent kind of shit. Like <laughs> it is, it is fear.com adjacent. Like, um, it's just not good. Like, in terms of death game stuff, it, it's it's very vague. And like, you know, there's like a prize or something to be won at the end, but it's also not like it's good. also not something. 
good. You know, like the the rules are are too vague. The what it actually does, it's too vague. And then and then eventually you get an explanation for it. That's like it it goes. That's trash like, too. It, it's very trash. Like it turns out to be like some sort of curse. Which again, in, like these weird symbols. Which again, like that's cool, right? Like, but all right, if you're gonna get into the nitty gritty of it, just show me where the curse came from, because you don't even get to that. Like, like yeah, you went just, into like, oh, this is a curse, and I made the, and I figured out the the hieroglyphs and fucking put it in the game, and um, and then the whole point of the curse was the person who who put the curse on the person, right? Whoever shared the game was the person right. benefiting from people's sacrifices. So all their ailments, all their like, you know, bodily, you know, harm shit, like broken arms, like any kind of health issues would go away because they were just kind of, I don't know. They would be getting some immortality shit from this curse thing, but they didn't really explain it too well. And what, and what they explained was something I didn't want to hear about. And yeah, and like it's it, just it, and there are really no like characters worth following either. No, like, even the, oh like, my the, god, dude! I'm glad like, you mentioned the, characters because that's the thing. It's like it. It's not that people are uh, uh, like. It's not that the main <laughs> character is like unlikable. It's just there's just nothing there. It's, it's just like it, there's nothing to back up. Like they try their best. I mean, they're try by trying. I, I mean, the very minimal um, definition of try. Um, right. They tried to like give her some kind of empathetic background or something. I couldn't even figure out like what it was, but which, like, so, so it, it so, was like, she was, she was in a broken home. It, all right. She, so, all right. <laughs> not really a, 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 yeah, a broken home with Jay. So like they lived in the projects, right? Um, right. Her mom turned to crack because her younger brother drowned in some pool accident and it, right. like she was supposed to be watching him. Kid yeah, drowns. she blames herself for it. I, you, know, yeah. you know, it's a minority report thing. So pretty much now this mom is just full on crackhead. Um, and there's this awful character fucking called Lance that honestly I think is the best part of this movie in terms of I what to even, talk about. <laughs> I couldn't even figure out who he was at first. I, I was like, who, what is his connection to this, this family? Cause he just but, shows up. Yeah. He just shows up and he's apparently her dealer. But then like, then he was the one who was, who signed her out of the hospital or whatever. He he's like, like, Oh, I'm I gonna, have your I'm mom. Take I'm taking care of your mom now because like, since they were going to get evicted from their apartment, since yeah. they wouldn't, paying and no one i don't know no one's working anything i don't know why she's working because like like why are you not paying whatever that you're owing over here what's the point of you working uh, that's that's um, the thing too like i'm just there's just so anyways <laughs> anyways 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 and that's um, the thing it's like it's it's just so bad like it, i know like it we're we're saying vague things in terms of like how bad just it is, watch it because like, it's a vague bad movie it's a really bad no, don't, don't even movie. watch it that's the thing it's like it's not even worth completely breaking down because like so for example the the script like the writing itself it is terrible in terms of everything everyone says in terms of like there there are f-bombs like i'm fine with profanity we've said this plenty of times yeah we say a few f-bombs throughout the show plenty of times right fuck yeah but when when you have okay so 
I made a note to Arturo when I was watching this thing. I was like, we are seven minutes into this movie and I've heard the word fuck five times. And that's, that's five times in seven minutes. That's a lot. Like, it's a lot of fucking, like, that's a lot of fucking And that fucks. was coming primarily from, like, this one cleaning lady boss. <laughs> that was just one of them. Like, yeah. That was a, a completely separate one. Like, there was a whole thing. And then, like, there's this one scene where one of the games is, like, her, like, reliving the, or her fighting a ghost of her dead brother or whatever. Oh, God. And there's one point where she pushes him off and he says fuck. Like, the little voice is fuck when he gets pushed <laughs> off. And I, was like, I didn't even notice like, that. What? That's what I'm saying. I was like, what is this? Like, Are so, you supposed to be a ghost? <laughs> yeah. So the point I'm trying to make is that when, you know, profanity is fine, but it's it's when you have so much of it, it's trying to cover up for something that isn't there. And it's, it's obviously trying to cover up for the fact that there's just no substance to it. There's no, like, and the games themselves aren't even great. Like in terms, okay, no, so yeah. In terms of the core concept of a curse hurting one person and healing another, no, that's cool. That's that's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. concept. That's not know? our gripe here. <laughs> that is not the gripe. It's everything else that goes with it. The the game itself, it's like it makes stuff happen. Like it just makes reality different. You know, it makes it forces a lady to eat glass or whatever, and it's like a, you know. There's just no tangibility to anything. Nah, like if they like, listen, if they really wanted to kind of do something in terms of captivating the viewer, they would have just made these kill scenes better. You know, Um, if anything, just just had more in them, like just go full saw, if anything, you know, because at this point you got nothing. You got zero to go on right now. And like you were mentioning, the game is nonsense. The game, like. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. Like even like the game is not even the game, you know? Um yeah. it doesn't follow any kind of path. It's like just some random thing. It's like let's say uh, like right now I'm staring at a microphone and a cup of coffee. What do you, you want to use the microphone or the, or the cup of coffee? And then I'll be like, yeah, right. I'm using the microphone obviously, and then it'll have me eat the microphone or something. It's some some fucking stupid bullshit like that. Yeah, um, that's exactly what it is. And you know, then you get a final confrontation between like the two Two final players, I guess. I don't understand that. How did that guy become a boss? I don't understand it either. And like, he's like, and he's like, I'm, I'm a boss. I'm a final. Like the game thinks I'm a final boss, and he starts laughing too because it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I do like the idea of them hurting each other, like them hurting themselves. That was cool. I think that was the coolest part of the movie, honestly. And so I wish, like, if the whole movie were actually built around that idea, then it might have been something of other like players, that. right? Like having to compete yeah. against each other to kind of like you know do that. But then it's weird too because you have this other fucking creepo. Right. Who, 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 who's obviously benefiting from this violent, like, you know, choice he made in, in these games where he cut off his he had his uh, his kids tongue cut off. And then I think he cut off the cheek of his wife or something. It looked like. Um, but yeah. he's like the, the movie. This is what why I kind of like it lost me further, I should say, by that point, because like you reintroduce this character who should have just been the introduction to this game thing and not even brought back as a as a final boss thing. Um, And then you have him be a complete monster, like a a bigger threat than what the game is doing right now to you. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, this guy's a fucking like he's a villain. You have a villain here that you that you made up out of nowhere and now, honestly, 
by making that the final boss, you kind of, I don't know, man, that, that just hurt my head how that just happened to be like, like, and then at the end, the guy calls her like, oh, how did you beat my game? And I'm like, what? Like, what's yeah, going the, on? The man? guy who like figured out the game or made the, the curse. Game. Yeah, I don't, yeah. The I don't guy even, who made the, the, the guy who made the, the, the initial game in the eighties, right. whatever that Dr. Beck guy. Yeah, because the whole thing was like it's it's the ring scenario where you pat like the only way to get rid of your curse is to pass it on, you know. But then yeah, but then like you're but then she she wins, and it's the idea is that she's going to actively inflict this curse on others. So I'm like, uh, but what? then again, that makes her a, a villain then because the curse is giving you health advantages and and youth and kind of like immortality adjacent. So there's a lot of things here that weren't pieced together properly. And this is why this whole thing fell apart. We just broke it down for you as to why it doesn't work because there's so these elements that they want to like just throw at you as part of this quote unquote death game. Um, And it doesn't work because it's not a death game. It's not. It really isn't. Um, It was... The title is is funny because when I was you know doing my review and all this stuff, I go online look for stills and different kind of you know artwork for the posters and stuff. But I've I've seen that this movie actually is going by the name Cursed, um, the actual like title of the video game, and not Choose or Die. Like the majority of the posters show the Cursed thing and like not Choose or Die, which I thought that was funny. Um, but you know, that's how bad this movie is. It doesn't even, it can't even figure out what fucking movie poster to go to. Uh, um, yeah, just, just total stay away from it. If you were, if you were curious about it, you saw it on Netflix. If uh, you were curious about it, keep, if you're curious no, about no, it, keep, you probably already saw it and I am sorry. Yeah. Just, and if you somehow haven't just scroll past it, keep going. But folks, this is why I try to see them before you do. That way you guys don't have to fucking sit through that shit. Anyways, folks, the second and the main attraction and the headliner of this double feature is a movie that I'm finally glad I got to see because it was pushed out in wider release. It's a a 24s, everything everywhere, all at once. Right. Yeah. When, um, when, when it first came out, we we've been avoiding it for a couple of weeks, not only because it, it didn't have the wide release yet, but also because, you know, it's a 24. And as we've spoken about many times in the past, a 24, uh, they've been missing a lot lately. And the thing with this movie, it's you see a bunch of praise from people online and your first instinct is to be like, oh, are you going a little too far with it? Yeah, like, we've seen Rotten Tomatoes backfire. Um, yeah, yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, big time. So we've seen critics also be wrong. You know, we've seen mass majority of critics be wrong in our yeah. opinion sometimes they were like what, are you, what the fuck are you guys just yeah, see man so because when you're, it's not the same you know, shit when you, when you see all the hype for this movie it makes you instantly be like oh i should have my guard up for this thing but honestly it's i could see why people hype it up you know what i mean like i i don't think uh in terms of in terms of our scale it's a wait for it check it out when yeah you know check check it out when not when it's on digital but make it make it like a cheap rent. You know, it's something it's something you you should check out at least once. But then you're good with the once. You know, like I, the way I'm I'm glad I saw it, but I never need to see it again. Yeah, I agree with text, but I'm gonna take it a little further. Like, like 
you're good even if you can't watch it. If you don't see it, right? Um, yeah, I you're, agree. You're not missing anything revolutionary in terms of like filmmaking or anything like that. It's just a really, really good fucking story. Maybe I wouldn't say filmmaking because I. Oh, that's yeah. More, yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah, because there's some cool shit going on there. Like in terms of in terms of the way it's technically put together, I will say it is really well put together it, yeah it, it, but i'm but i'm saying it's not like it's not like when avatar first came out you're like oh my god you have oh, to see yeah, avatar no, you know what i mean it's not a it's not an experience that exactly that's what i was but, trying to get to yes but yeah, um but I, yeah I would, I would say technically put together but yeah. uh yeah it's um it's a really good fucking story man um it's a really good story with some really good characters um and it's put together in this kind of wild fucking universe or or multiverse i should say like it's a crazy story but um aside from the crazy story like what really stands out in my opinion are just the characters and the relationships these characters really have yeah there's a lot of like kooky wild crazy stuff going on but that is that's just like um it's, it's like icing on the cake as they say right um it looks right. cool and everything but i think what what i really took from this movie and why i really felt it's like you should like that yeah that rating is, is good it's 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 just a well-written movie you know what i mean um, yeah like uh, you know it's got a lot of like that's the thing it's hard to it, this one it's kind of like choose or die but on the other end of the spectrum it's got <laughs> it's got so many things going on that it's tough to highlight exactly why it works when it does yeah you know, it's, yeah it's a good point it, you know because because like like how choose or die it's hard to exactly point out how all of that comes together for the terrible shit fest it is but in this one it's like it, it's hard to fully fully elaborate on wh- how it comes together so well you know yeah and, yeah all, mm-hmm. all you can do is just praise like the separate elements of it and try to make that coherent, you know? So it's like, like you said, the cast is great. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, like, holy shit. Like, I, I don't think she's, she's ever gotten a chance to like show off this kind of range before, at least in like full English production. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was going to say because of, but uh, she did her thing. I mean, Crouching Tiger. So, yeah. Um, so like, I, I think it's yeah, like, but no, but this was like even more so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like was, fully, like fully, like acting you know like yeah not just martial arts you know which i'm yes. glad she was able to showcase her martial arts skills too which is she because she, she's legit you know that's the thing <laughs> it's like that's the other thing too you get all of that but yeah you get like but then you get, get like her. it's like i said you get the human side of everything you get the story you get her being a mother, being a, a daughter, being many versions of herself. And then being, yeah, that being the multiverse versions. Of yeah, herself, it's know? um, so it's like it's like, yeah, it's, it's, yes. it, it's it's how I mentioned Oscar Isaac in Moon Knight. You know, um, yes. that you know he's he's flexing. She's flexing. Like, hey, listen, I'm an actress. You know what I mean? And she shows yeah. you, like, she has her range, and it's huge. And we spoke about it off air how how the cast is primarily Asian, which is great. You have a lot yeah, of great. No. Asian talent. Um, That's the other thing too. Like data from fucking Goonies, a short round as well. Fame, right? Um, yes. He's, uh, oh man, I'm he's my fucking. Uh, yeah, just find him while I talk. Right? Like, like he's yeah. like he's my standout. Um, just um, it's wild because I had to first like 
verify that that was him. I'm like, holy shit, dude. And he did such a great job in this movie. Um, whether he was going from multiverse to multiverse or he was just being the father or the husband, he was just really fucking good, man. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Jonathan K. Kwan, you know, kudos to him. He, he like, so, so he came out with like interviews, um, you know, expressing, you know, cause Michelle Yeoh, she's also expressed that like after seeing the script, she was like, this is finally a movie that I could sink my teeth into in the way that she's never mm-hmm. been challenged. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. And, the same, yep. and so he also came out an interview saying too, where it's like after, after movies like crazy rich Asians that show that there is an audience for, for Asian stars and like, you know, that there are potential roles that aren't the same things that they've been handed all these years. Yep. You know what I mean? So like, he came back for this role and he knocks it out of the park. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Like he's he's kind of like it's tough because when you're looking at Yo and Kwan, you're like, who's actually the better one? And it's it's very like I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, it's dude. it's like, it's very neck and neck because they both each have to flex, right? Because like they're going yeah. like in and out of these personalities. Um, and you know Michelle more. Than than uh, than this dude because he's only going from two right but then yes what gets me is just the human like the humanity of his like real character you know the father yes. the 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 husband thing like the, the like he's just really good I didn't know he was that good of a fucking actor man yeah he, like, he's like, got he's, he's got so some of the good. big he's got some like really emotional scenes and that's the other thing too like. Like I've I've heard people praise the climax of this movie as like oh the greatest thing they've ever seen in their lives. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't but go also, that far. But I, also, understand I understand maybe depending on that person's life. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like I understand because I was also in my feelings with the like the climax. I was like you know I was tearing up too. I'm not gonna. Lie. Yes, I was also in my feelings, but I was a bit kind of just tired by that time. Yeah. There's. That's the other thing, too. Like, if there's one, you know, because it's not a fatal flaw. No, it's it, not. It's, it's not because, like, with Batman, those three hours are pretty necessary to tell the full story. Yeah, um, yeah. The same thing is with uh, with this movie. You need all the parts um, to tell, to get to the end. You need it. You need everything to get to that. Like, because right. even if you miss a little bit of, let's say, the hot dog fingers, you're like, what the fuck is going on later on? You know what I mean? Um, right. So you need all that story. What I think affected me personally was how they split it up. So they they did this thing where the title is everything, everywhere, all at one. So they did part one was everything. Part two was everywhere. And then part three, which lasted like two minutes was everything everywhere all at once. Right. Or, or, right, or, right. or, or all at once or something like that. Um, right. Separating the, the movie like this just gave it this length because by the time you're done with part one, there's an, there's a movie going on inside the movie that also ends and you're like, Oh, is it over now? And you, and then I took a look at my clock. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, I've only been sitting down for an hour. Yeah, Cause, cause that first part, 
that first part has its own climax. Yes. Like it has yes. like a, it's a huge ass like fight scene and she's like, you know, and Yo's character is like uh, Evelyn, she's like figuring out how to tap into all the multiverse shit and like, you know. Yeah, cuz this is then, when like her brain overloads because of all the personalities like she's had to use to get to this point to stay alive, right? Right. And then, you know, then then that part ends then it starts everywhere apart and you're like, oh, there's still much more. That's movie. where it kind of started to lose me, to be honest with you. So like, yeah. um, like I lost a lot of steam after that because like the end of part one, there was all this fucking action going on. And dude, like that's why I'm like, just keep going with the movie. You know what I mean? Like you right. don't have to do that. Um, I- I'm not sure how the rest of the audience felt, but me personally, I'm like, I was tired yeah, at the end of it. because it stops like it ends and yes. starts again yes that's the thing it's like a, it, it's there's, a clear-cut ending to yes, part one yeah because there's even a, a roll credit scene in the movie for that internal right. movie right so yeah i was like wait a minute should i just stand up and leave now but then i was like no this like this, this movie's not that short um right and like it was clearly a joke and yeah. then you're like oh okay then it, it's yeah. the movie within the movie it, was, that, it, it joked me hard though because i kind of wanted to leave already i was <laughs> done i was like well, wow this is cool i'm done that's yeah and that's <laughs> the thing like it's it's a lot like it's it's dense like it's it's very like hyperactive there are a lot of like jokes that don't necessarily work but at the same time, it's just like there's so much of them or there's so much of like these wacky concepts. And it's just like, OK, yeah, I'm fine. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like, you know, there's a there's a fight over a butt plug, you know, because <laughs> I'm so like <laughs> I totally. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it's ridiculous in that kind of way where it's like it's not laugh out loud funny but you're like you're watching a fight over a butt plug but the fact uh, but the fact that that butt plug has a story because that's a fucking that's a trophy on Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, character's desk for like hearing the most bullshit like in this tax office so she has three of them on her fucking desk (laughs) and they you know and they needed it to activate their multiverse fucking paths and shit so it's like it's you know in terms of all that internal like internal logic stuff is there you know, it's like, oh, the multiverse is explained well enough. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, they they do these random things to shoot off and connect to other universes. You know what I mean? And they're they're mostly just connected to the minds of another version of themselves. Yeah. And it's like, and the Evelyn that we meet is the, you know, we get the emotional attachment because it's like she's explicitly told that she's the super failure out of all the. Yeah, universes. I know. So that's the Ooh. whole thing where she's like, oh, man, I could have had a much fucking better. Yeah, life. she's like, so like, like uh, it was a scene where they're like, uh, oh, uh, um, all your failures, everything you've done wrong has led you to this moment in life. And then uh, the opposite, one of her characters, right, in, in the universe, uh, the famous one, right, the martial artist. The one she, who basically is Michelle Yeoh in real life. Exa- yeah, I, think they yeah. show some, I think they showed some like real life footage for I, that shit. Too, I think so, too. I think you're right. Like, it, she there was, was like, like a crazy – there was a crazy rich Asians – flash in like all of that on the red carpet i thought i saw that i thought i saw that it's like oh this is just michelle yo like as a person you know and then it's funny her character is telling uh her husband in that her her not husband her ex-boyfriend in that universe oh my god you should have seen this universe we were miserable and we were living blah 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 blah, you know what i mean so um it was cool to uh, to really fucking it, it, it was cool to see that shit man it was um it was one of those movies like I said before, um, a little earlier that, you know, you're not gonna 
miss out. You know what I mean? Like you're not missing yeah, out. You're, but you're not like, missing out. Yeah. But if if you can see it in the comfort of your own home, I think it'll be the best kind of viewing experience. Because after that, you can pause it. Like you can go bit by bit. It's one of those movies where I think if you pause it after like at any point after act one, you'll be fine. Cause you'll still be in that story, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. It, like it's, it's definitely it's a home tough. watch for me. Yeah. It's tough. Cause it's like, it's, it's definitely like an artsy movie, but it's not traditionally artsy fartsy. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's not like, like a, yeah. like a wending ref in artsy fartsy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all, all of this wacky shit is meant to, um, meant to push the emotional beat forward it's meant to to push the heart of the story forward and then once all that comes together and everything everywhere all at once at the end it's like oh okay i i now i see the whole scope of what you were trying to go for it's it's the idea of like pushing forward in nihilism you know it's like when nothing matters how do you even fucking live you know so it's like it's that idea put into the movie and like i said like like, like we both said, I can see why people have reacted so mm-hmm. well to it. I'm not super as high on it, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I don't regret it. I'm like, I'm, yeah, like in I, terms of I in terms of that or agree. choose or die. Like, <laughs> agree. I don't regret the watch. Listen, you guys know we watch a lot of shit here. We watch a lot of yeah. content here. Um, we yeah. watch a lot of bad content. I know I watch a lot of bad content. Um, right. uh, not on purpose, obviously, but like I go through the motions, you know, and um, I'm glad I saw this movie. I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I did um, see what all the hype was about. I'm glad that um, I was able to kind of witness this um, this awesome showcase of talent of, um, of of Asian talent, too. Like because as you mentioned before, like um, how these actors said that they finally have something to chew on because these roles would go to like, you know, the white actor or the white actress. Here you go. Go act your heart out. You know what I mean? Um, but now, um, you know, it's expanding and they finally were able to get these roles to the proper people and they fucking knocked it out of the fucking ballpark, dude. Like, I can't say it enough. Like, I really enjoyed this movie because of the cast. The cast yeah. itself was like, they kept me in it 100%. Like, even when I was bored, like, I enjoyed watching their time on screen in whichever, um, uh, in whichever universe they were in. And also just a big fucking shout out to how the filmmakers were were able to keep everything flowing. You know, I, I remember I mentioned to you off air text that like with all the craziness going on, I was still able to to know what the fuck was going on. Clearly, you know what right. I mean? I, I was able to know who was a who was B, who was C and what was going on and, and what the end game was. So um, good job of making sure um, everything stayed nice and tight with such. Um, a crazy atmosphere. And that's a big testament to the filmmakers as well as the actors knowing the material. You know what I mean? Like knowing what is going on around them and knowing how to like make sure that that humanity is kept in order to keep us grounded in this movie because um, they kept me through it, especially after that part one. I'm like, damn, um, I'm feeling this length, but the it's it, it's every once in a while you see like a cast an overall cast because even jamie lee was awesome in this movie because it was different um and she embraced how different this role was she had fun in it everyone had fun in it oh the old guy the old asian dude i forgot what his name was but he's a classic dude as well he, he had fun in it and uh yeah like i had fun watching this movie but like i said i i don't need to watch it again it'd, it'd be hard to watch it again honestly it's not like one of those marvel flicks where you can just um 
sit down and rewatch it to find Easter eggs and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to watch any Easter eggs. I'm good. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, I'm good off the Easter eggs, um, folks. And and with that, thank you, folks, for checking out episode one zero six of the morgue, an official court feed podcast. Um, go check us out on all the social feeds um, on Instagram, Facebook, on Twitter. Go check us out on coursefeed.com. We have all the latest news on there as well. And uh Go watch a movie, folks. Don't watch Choose or Die, please. Avoid it. But by all means, if anything, go watch the Thor trailer and just uh, salivate <laughs> over sexy Thor. He's back, baby. Right. Um, right. Big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork. Big shout out to Glenn Morowski for the music. Big shout out to you guys for listening. We have 105 of these fuckers in the archive for you guys. Go listen to those. Um, remember, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. <laughs> <laughs>